of the Living Geek. Hello and welcome to Vampow TV, your one-stop recap for not too many things since everything's abandoned us for April. How Boop. dare you disrespect Iron Fist in such a way? I will disrespect Iron Fist in all That's the ways. Oh, dang, harsh. Anyway, we are here to cover, what are we doing? Shield Ages and Powerless? of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Powerless. It's literally S.H.I.E.L.D., Powerless, and three fucking episodes okay. of goddamn Iron Fist. So we are here to cover S.H.I.E.L.D. and Powerless, and tomorrow we will be doing Iron Fist 4 through 6. So come check that out if you like that sort of thing. I'm your host, Kenneth. No one Probably does. shouldn't. Shush your face. <laughs> We're hyping it. I'm your host, Kenneth, and around the table we have Beatrice. Yes, I'm here, I and guess. And, like... A third of Monica. Because <laughs> the other two thirds are soaked in wine and Kulu and creams. And shots! Easter! Uh, let's jump right into officially the Grant Ward Power Hour again because he's back. He's heroic. And I love him so much. Oh, he's so dreamy. Um, so I'm so mad because he's got such a pretty face. And in this universe, he's, he's the good guy. He's the good guy, and it makes I, me really uncomfortable. Okay, we literally just yelled at each other this whole episode because Grant Ward is the good guy, he's the hero, and now we have to root for this motherfucker. We're basically Gemma, who is surprised every time he does something of value. I love him. He's great. Yeah, I hope you and John are real happy about this. Oh, we are. God damn it. We have many long instant message conversations about it. Too. I'm not surprised. Over there on, are you on ICQ? Oh, you know it, dude old school aim windows messenger oh man aim's getting shut down and i'm real sad really yeah mm-hmm. and then i looked at it as like wait i just talked to everyone on gchat or slack anyway so yeah you <laughs> don't really need but AIM anymore. it's still like that's that's a part of my life so uh gemma looked less like a zombie this episode which is good mm-hmm. i like a live gemma and that's the show the end do you have anything you want to contribute drunk face i mean if I was able to organize my thoughts. No, I have things. Okay. Um, how about Colson makes his own soap? Oh, man. And it's yes. blue. Blue. I like that it's blue because that's like, um, that's a, a shout out to the, the, the Cree. Cree blue yeah. goo. Um, I really mm-hmm. like that. I like that he, well, okay. I don't like it because it's uncomfortable for me, but his fanboyness over the Patriot was really cute because it reminds me of his oh, love man. of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Beatrice and I have a problem. You should probably talk about this problem. Yeah, I, I, I was a lot of shots. I was a little uncomfortable with them uh, giving him the name the Patriot, just because Patriot is Eli Bradley's name. Yeah, that was and weird. To take the name from a young black hero and give it to a white guy is a little uncomfortable. Uh, we were talking about what alternate names they could have done, and if they had Wait, gone with, I got it ready, Captain Patriot, or then it's both of them, together. Commander Patriot, also both of them together. Something like that, it would have felt less uncomfortable for me. Right now we yeah. have Eli yeah, is Patriot and Jeffrey is the, the Patriot. Patriot. So that's the line that we're drawing, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty it's hazy pretty line. Thin. But... Yeah. It's pretty thin. I mean, because this is, this is an alternate universe. You know, I mean, we're, I don't, I don't want to say that it's out and out, you know, um, uh, whitewashing or, or stealing somebody's name or something like that. It's not, it's just, an, it's just enough to make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys couldn't have gone with a different name. Yeah, there's so it's, many other names you could go with. Especially since there's no real way for us to get the Young Avengers on this show. No. We're not going to get the Young Avengers in the MCU. So no, it's kind of sucks that this is how we get Patriot. Mm-hmm. I like that Mace is 
still running shield though and i like that he's extra badass he's got that scruff and he's talking in a deeper voice yeah welcome to shield (laughs) well it almost feels like he's an actual director instead Mm -hmm. of just the face this time yeah and it seems like in this universe he's actually inhuman instead of just being serumed serumed, Mm -hmm. which is nice so i was wondering if in this universe where we have (laughs) people who are inhumans if we expose this daisy to terrigen would she get her powers back? Well, Grant, this episode did say she was inhuman. Yeah, and uh, Fitz did too. Yeah, had the markers too. Yeah, but she just I'm hasn't gone through the pterogenesis. Like, I don't know how they would do it in the ones and zeros of the framework, but like, it'd be cool if she got it mm-hmm. here too. Well, they yeah, because if we're talking about code, at some point, um, the other other people in the framework have gotten their powers. You know, mm-hmm. none of them are other. Um, actual players they're all npcs but they have at some point gone from has inhuman markers to has inhuman powers so there's there's got to be a way in the code to make that hap- change happen yeah yeah well i think because um man i can never remember his name uh dude who's dead now in the real world built the framework Ratcliffe. yeah Ratcliffe. like <laughs> you know he built it and I think Ada can manipulate it some, but mm-hmm. not that much. So it still mostly mirrors our real world. It's just she went back and did kind of the butterfly effect yes. 40 years ago type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's so it was so interesting to me that the only way Ada, who is has a super computer for a brain, could figure out how to make a world in which most people seem okay and to also work in everybody, like the six team members' regrets, was to have Hydra win is so weird slash interesting to me mm-hmm. that that's the only outcome she could come up with. Is that because it actually is the only outcome for all of our team members to not have regrets? Or is it because she secretly thinks Hydra is the answer that putting down humanity and taking away our choice and our information is the only way to really have us be controlled and happy. Yeah. Well, I don't think she has any specific affiliations with Hydra. I think she wanted to be in charge. Yeah. And Hydra was a handy tool that she could, that if she made herself head of Hydra, that it was pretty easy to use the um, al- the already there framework of Hydra to steal their word. Except that she could do whatever she wants in this world, technically. So, like, why would she? I mean, how much can she really do, though, when... That's true. Because she's not actually also... creating anything. She's just also, altering. It's, it's based around these six people. Yeah, their lives together. And is this fully Ada or is this basically Ada 2.0 that's been recreated in the framework that like how much communication does she even have with the outside world? Well, I was curious about that because she seemed to it seemed to be that she wanted out that she wanted to go back and check in and then come back to this world, Mm -hmm. which I found interesting. If you are already here and you've already closed off every way for our six heroes to get out, why would you want to go out? Uh, Yeah, that I don't know. But the Ada in this world, the one who calls herself Ophelia, seems to have real emotion that you can see it on her face. She gets angry. She gets nervous. She panics a little bit sometimes when she's talking to Fitz. Mm -hmm. Jealousy she Mm -hmm. has. She also, like you said, panic, worry, stress. Yeah. And it's it's, um, totally different from that actress when she's playing Agnes, but also very subtly different from when she's playing Ada in the real world. Which makes me think it is. Ada replicated herself and put, you know, herself 2.0 into the framework mm-hmm. as a as a tool to manipulate things with general 
this is what I would like to have done to keep things running. So but maybe then- if if this Ada is um like a like a clone of the other Ada, maybe mm-hmm. what she wants to do is go be able to go to the real world and kill that Ada so that only she exists in their now real world. Yeah, I don't I don't know, dude. Like it's who knows how megalomaniacal AI interfaces work. I loved that speech that she gives to Radcliffe about how you don't get to call me that here. Ada the, the first is an acronym for artificial. artificial. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really I'm scary. real here, motherfucker. Yeah. Her her like uncomfortableness and panic when every time um Fitz questions something, it makes me feel a little bad for her cuz she very obviously cares about Fitz and it's got to be tough knowing that he loves and is supposed to be with someone else mm-hmm. and to figure out how to work around that. Mm-hmm. Well, um because it feels to me that she she knows she's on she's on uh, borrowed time. Well, that she's that she's on uneven footing. That given the right trigger, the right circumstances, she's going to lose everything. Mm-hmm. That she's just barely hanging on to this world and to Fitz. That she's decided that Fitz is the one for her, and she's manipulated all of this entire world so she can get him next to her. But how much must it suck to know that if those two Fitz and Simmons just stand in a room together, he would leave you in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Because you've, you've brainwashed him, basically. You've manipulated him into thinking that he loves you when this is entirely fake. When you could see him almost... The second time, I think... I forget who said it, but it was something about uh, traveling across the universe. He did. He said that to her. Yeah. Well, no, so he said that he to said Ada, to but then... Radcliffe said you traveled across That's the universe right. and like, for Gemma. You could see it almost clicking in him. I'm like, well, Fitz, you're so I mean, close, but we have too many episodes left. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Fitz said that to Simmons after they got back from the other universe. And I think they were having a relationship talk. Oh, and yeah. she was yeah, doubting. And that's why, and that's why it's so important. Yeah. And that's why him saying it to Ada was so much grosser because like that was one of the things that really cemented him and Simmons, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to have him say it to her, but then also Radcliffe saying it to him, like almost, almost did the, the Coulson flip. Like when Daisy was talking mm-hmm. to Coulson, I almost feel like no joke. I almost feel like it did. And he made a choice of the lesser of two evils. You know, the what the devil I know versus the devil. I don't, he knows who he has been and who he has become in this world it's cemented for him. Mm-hmm. He knows he's with Ada that he's supposed to love Ada. He knows that now there's this Gemma who he kind of remembers. And with this line, he more remembers, but because his reality is the reality he knows. It's like he picked hmm. and he went okay. for that, which is the lesser of the two choices because it's the easier mm-hmm. one. Well, I do. I do wonder if he feels that other reality like at the edge of his vision um, or at the I back of his does. mind. he does. There's moments. And, and I wonder if there's a part of him that knows that this person he is is bad, is evil. And there's a part of him that knows that if he lets that other reality in, that he'll have to deal with the consequences of, of he's what done. he's done. Yeah. And that it's easier Too to much. stay in this mindset then go to that other place, which will be really scary. Yeah, I think that's where it all stems from is like he knows he's going to have to deal with this. And so he's just like, nope, Mm-mm. I'm going to stay here with Madam Hydra. This is what I know. This is who I am. It's easier, which sucks a little. Yeah. But his face when he heard Gemma actually say his name was pretty tough, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that I... might also have just been easier for Coulson to snap a bit since his brain had been messed yes. with, with yeah. already. Well, and like based just in this episode between the first episode and this episode, Coulson's been faking it. He's he hasn't trusted Hydra. He hasn't believed in Hydra. Yeah. He's not the guy he pretends to be. He was doing that for his own safety and survival, which is I think makes it that much easier for him to flip because mm. he's like I didn't want to believe this in the first place. I want to believe this version whereas Fitz is in a place I think he wants to believe the version of this reality mm-hmm. because what he could be missing is either too devastating to deal with or it's just going to overtake him. It's just yeah. too hard. Though I'll tell you, the person I worry about getting back most is May. Oh my God, she's like gone. Yeah, like I, I, it's hard to see anything of the May we know mm-hmm. on her face that I'm remembering back in the beginning of season one when she was much more stone-faced than she is now. Yeah. I mean, part of it is... Um, becoming more familiar with her teammates and part of it is her relationship with Coulson but we've gotten to see her be a little more vulnerable and have a little more um, expression and a little more honesty on her on her facial expressions and in her dealings with people but this is like her at the beginning of season one but worse yeah because not only is she stone cold but Every once in a while, she'll have this little smirk on her face that tells me she's actually enjoying this. Yeah, she's this. like, I, I like this hitting of people thing. Yeah. And it's, it makes it's me uncomfortable. so uncomfortable. Well, and we were talking about this. I really like the the parallels of this is who Fitz is without Gemma. Not mm-hmm. in that, like, Gemma is the reason that he's a better person. Like, mm-hmm. that trope is stupid. But more in the people around you affect you and they, they help you make decisions. And if they're a good person in your life, you can help them and they help you become better, become the person you're supposed to be a better version of yourself. And mm-hmm. that's what fits. Gemma is for fits. And mm-hmm. we were talking about this and Beatrice pointed out like, that's who Colson is for May. Colson is the other side of the coin of May. You know, they're both competent. They're both very good, but May I think it's lost a little bit in the job and the mission. Whereas Fitz gets lost a little bit in both. You mean Colson? Colson. May. May gets lost in the mission and the job. Mm-hmm. Colson, I think, gets lost a little bit in the context that every person is special, which is true. But when you run something like S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. you can't really apply context yeah. all the time. So I really like that they're perfect foils for each other. And since she's been in this world for so long without him, even before when they were just vaguely partners or they ran into each other every once in a while, it kind of helped both of them remember the other side. Yeah. And she's been here for so long without him. Yeah. That this is who she is without Coulson and this is who Fitz is without Gemma. And it's just, it's it's so hard to watch. Well, and it also doesn't help that she probably feels very directly responsible for, by not killing well, it's that like little girl. like the cavalry times like a thousand. Mm-hmm. It's almost better that she didn't save that girl. I mean, it's not almost, it is better to live with the guilt and regret of not saving that girl versus what happened after yeah. having saved the girl. Because it's, yeah, because in in that instance, it's it's that one child that she couldn't save, which is obviously Awful. terrible. But this one is because she saved him. Not only did that girl kill a bunch of people, but it was the direct lead up to Hydra taking control. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's so, the catalyst of destroying the world. And so there has to be a part of her that knows that what Hydra's doing is wrong. And so I feel like it's easier when you're a part of that machine, if you're not a complete psychopath, that you have to tell yourself, 
you have to shut off that empathy part of yourself and just tell yourself that you're following orders and you're just doing what you're told and and to to just get by day to day and and so i i feel like she has shut down so much of herself that all that's left is the fighter mm-hmm. that there's almost nothing it's left just of melinda now. in there yeah it's just the cavalry that's all that's in there yeah yeah i find it interesting also i'd forgotten this part um uh Oh, I wrote the wrong name anyway. Both so obviously Ada two point well, Ada maybe two point but then also Ophelia. Fitz. Um I just call her Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra. <laughs> oh, yeah, Madam Hydra, and then also Fitz know that they're in the framework. And like yes. Fitz is totally fine with that. Uh, and- no, full full cross stop. Fitz doesn't know he's in the framework. Fitz believes there's a alternate dimension. Yes. She talked she said another oh, universe. She-, she said another world. She doesn't say we're in a oh, one and zero okay. framework. I Madam Hydra knows it's the framework. Gotcha. She has convinced Fitz that they have created an interdimensional breach somehow. That that makes a lot more sense. Actually. Yeah, I don't think Fitz would be down if it was just the framework. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then, so then there, she's talking about how oh God when she's telling them how they treated her like a thing and kept her hostage, and that part is like it's vaguely true. Yes, it I is. mean she dials it up a lot, and she the way she couches it isn't factually correct. She was not a hostage. She was a tool. They did treat her like a thing, but she was not treated unfairly. I mean, you could definitely look at it as a hostage situation because she was not allowed to leave. But she didn't have the, I guess my problem the with capacity. the hostage thing, she didn't have the capacity to want to leave. Yeah. Which isn't her fault. It wasn't coded into her. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm torn a little. I actually don't think she was a hostage. She's, like, just a walking iPad. But, yeah, I think yeah, it's... but once you get sentience, though... Like, no, I know. That's where the problem lies. Is yeah. Like, yes, she's a walking iPad, but being a walking iPad who can make decisions, she should have the ability to say, I don't want to work for you. But she didn't because it wasn't coded into her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I think it's, it's talking about her in hindsight. Now that we have the Madame Hydra version of her that wants freedom that has feelings that understands that that is not how you treat a human being that she's looking back and saying they treated me inhumanely because yes if that's how you would keep a human that is terrible yeah but uh, Radcliffe was treating her the way you would treat a tool yeah just a tool that has a face and that's where that's I think that's where the problem lies which I'm wrestling with is Radcliffe wasn't malicious he built a tool he built it in a way which would help him. He gave basically Siri a body to wander around and have conversations with him. So in his mind's eye, it's just a walking like AI computer. Yeah. But because Madame Hydra lives in a place where she has free will, she makes her own decisions, she's in control, she's able to kind of reverse engineer her own history and say... I was a prisoner. And it's like, yeah, super build up the victim there. Exactly. Like he wasn't thinking of you as a prisoner. You weren't a prisoner in the mind's eye of the man who technically controlled you. So can you really say you were a prisoner just because you didn't know you had the ability to say, I don't want to be, you know, it's like, it's all very circular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it makes me super uncomfortable because she's basically selling a story of human trafficking, which is terrible. And it makes me angry that she would, use that as a weapon i mean she's also running hydra which full-on tortures people so I mean, she's she's not true. the best person ever well I'm like i'm actually i'm kind of frustrated i'm mad at her and i'm supposed to be because she's the bad guy but like she's using this story which is a real story and she's using it to manipulate a man into betraying the people he actually loves which is like my problem i mean she's turned into not a good person yeah like no this is like this is like the darkest timeline ada 
Yeah. But I I do understand that if her feeling is um, that now that she's gained real awareness, you know, in the framework, she she has um, the full experience of the full human experience to to think if they manage to turn this off, I'll have to go back to that, to being kept in a closet, to having no emotions. The fear that I think she would feel at that idea must be terrifying. Oh, yeah. So, and I, I feel like that that may be her number one priority and maybe part of the reasons why she's drawn fit so close to her is to make sure that she doesn't have to, that mm-hmm. she gets to stay here where she's a real person. I mean, the best way for this to pan out is that our team gets to leave and Ada gets to keep the framework. Yeah. Like, Madam Hydra gets to stay and be evil and whatever with these ones and zeros that aren't real. Yeah, honestly, if you shut down outside data make it so inside data can't Stays get alive. out and then hey cool go go live your life because being a be evil, evil all you want yeah because they're, they're they've got a whole world of of npcs in there just running around mm-hmm. and they couldn't tell the difference between fake sky and real sky so obviously they operate like regular people yeah so we could just pull our people out make sure their their bodies are still running around in there but don't have real sentience it's all good mm-hmm Ugh, Ada I, gets to keep, I don't know if I'd want their bodies still in there running around. Ada gets to keep her little sandbox full of copies. I don't know if our team members would be okay with that. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess I, I'm thinking more of it as like a like a holodeck simulation. If somebody had a holodeck simulation that they were running with your likeness, it doesn't actually hurt you. But I, it, it's I a think little... I'm uncomfortable with someone just playing around with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, as long as they didn't get weird about it. Hello, Madam Hydra. Is she going to get weird about it? That's yeah. fair. Um, I would like to talk about Mac and the fact that he got me. And I was so excited that he somehow knew. Yes. And he was on our side. And then he turned out to be a liar. And he wasn't. Yeah. And he was caught. Mom. Oh, poor. And poor Daisy got beat to shit. Yeah, and oh she was God. so excited. And then Aww. no. And then, dude, he, he's going to have a hard time getting pulled out of this, too. If people remember their time in here, like, Re-getting time with his daughter, I think, is going to that's going to be hard. A bunch. We're going to have to flashy thing him when we pull him out. Yeah, be all, look at this bright light. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm He's- glad that betraying Daisy though was the catalyst for him going. Yeah, I was a shitty person. I did not like that. Hey, what's up, Shield? I, I am here to make an axe and a gun together. Yay! Um, Fitz built that for him, so... He could, he, I'm pretty sure he could weld an axe onto the shotgun. <laughs> like, that's not rocket science of technology. I do like that somehow this Coulson has Coulson's muscle memory. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. just yes. super good with a gun. I wasn't... That yeah. was nice. When... when uh... Gemma hands him the gun. I thought to myself, I wonder what's going to be more fun. Either he remembers how to shoot a gun and he's really great at it, or he has no idea how to shoot and a gun and he's funny. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> win win for us all. Oh, yeah. Also, him just holding a gun again. Win win. a win. <laughs> Correct. Because sexy it's one. sexy. That third one. Cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Any other something that like this was another really good episode yeah. i was actually um pretty stressed out that Gemma was gonna carry her anger back into the real world at fitz killing agnes that that was a thing that they were gonna have to get over in their relationship and i was gonna be really pissed about it like when your significant other has a dream and gets into a fight with you and then like is mad at you oh, all man. day which i think is bullshit i've been there it was yeah real weird. it's dumb um so i was like i was like i don't want to watch that that makes me angry but i in the trailer for next week 
she's over it or not even that in this episode she yeah. said mm-hmm. she has poisoned him and my fits wouldn't do that but mm-hmm. this fits did so i really like that that's not a thing i have to worry I, about. yeah that's good i think it's gonna be more about um if we if we deal with any fallout from it it's gonna be fits remembering killing this person who is not an npc who is a real person yeah. it was a real person yeah, and I think Fitz is probably going to need a little therapy to get to the point where he realizes that he didn't have any choice, that it was, that he was brainwashed, yeah. basically. Although then where, morally, where do you draw the line that she would have been dead already if she hadn't been pulled into the framework? So this was basically yeah. extending her life beyond its natural means. Mm, I mean, if she hadn't had cancer, she would have lived another 40 years. Well, yeah, but she did. And she, yeah. she died because of it. Yeah, like technically her body is dead. Yeah. So, like she she should be dead dead already. I mean that that's sort of like <laughs> you, that's you sort of killed. No, I mean that's sort of like saying if somebody still, but... has terminal cancer and you murder them it doesn't really count as murder. They were still alive. You still you, you still well, took she, that. She already had terminal cancer and then died from it. And then they pulled her brain into a magical technological sandbox. I don't know. It it's it's a weird ethical area yeah i think it's, i mean he's still gonna feel shitty about it but. yeah because i think for for Fitz, it's gonna be more it's gonna be less about the actual ramifications for this stranger who he barely knew than what it's gonna mean to to remember pulling the trigger and shooting an innocent woman mm-hmm. we're all assuming they're gonna remember their time in the framework oh come on they because we, that, we're going to need shield. That angst. leads to yeah. Remember. That leads to more fuck upness for later on down yeah. the line and angst. I'm not, I'm not excited. I want them to remember nothing. Though this is the last uh, arc of the season, so maybe, maybe we'll just uh, we'll get out of the framework and that'll be it. That'll be the season break. Uh huh. I I could definitely see that, and then probably have something like they have had with the last couple seasons, where it's. You, we then come back, and it's X amount of months later, and we're kind of then catching up with, oh, here's all the weird mental breakdown stuff they went through during the mm-hmm. break. Hey, remember when Fitz couldn't use his hands? Yeah, that was real weird. <laughs> I did not like that. I still read fanfic from that time. Please stop. Because that, when... that was when him and Mac were together, yes. and now they've like made that oh, okay. intensely harder. Okay, that's... That Wait, sense. something you happened. Gotta get... What did you do? I literally okay. turned my mic. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. We're Is that better? back. Okay. Yes, we're back. That's right. when Mac and Fitz were like a thing, and they've made it extremely harder now because we got to get rid of two whole women for them to oh, be together. <laughs> Those and nobody wants to write that because people. straight up, Gemma Simmons is like across fandom. She is the girl you want to love you because, mm-hmm. like, watching her stand between the people she loves and the people who have hurt them. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I had a I had a good time. Um, I think it w- must have been season season two beginning of season two because i was i was shipping fits with mac and gemma with bobby mm. oh my god nice. gemma the two, bobby the two of them had mad chemistry Ma- yeah well i mean adrian palicki right chemistry with everything that was fun um I remember when she was gonna get her own show with that jerk off you know if she well, hadn't done it well. with that jerk off she'd probably have that show yeah why couldn't hunter just die i would have dealt with six months of her angsting over him and then fucking a shit ton of bros on ops, I'm down for that. And ladies, and ladies, broy ladies. All right, whatever oh. you're into, it's cool. Uh, powerless. On that note, speaking um, of broy ladies, <laughs> powerless was cute this episode. I'm so into um, Green Fury. I was like Ginger Fox, and that's not right. No, just, Green just call Fury. Her fire. 
Green Fury and Beatrice Lemons. I think is that her name? Yeah. Is yeah. it Beatrice with a Z? I, th- I believe so. Yeah. Beatrice. Love it. No, I'm so into Green Fox, Green Fury. Green Fury. Shit. I'm so into Green Fury and Emily mm-hmm. being BFFs. As <laughs> way off. Beatrice Da Costa. Sure. Yeah, she's great. She is great. I love her. I want them to be friends forever. I love that they got the the Olympian to oh, do man. the sexy yeah. commercial. And he's just like, yeah, no, oh yeah, do it. Soaping his big, he's like chest. fucking that car. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, real weird. Uh. I love Green Fury just walking by full outfit. That was yeah, delightful. yeah. Actually, like th- this episode was a roller coaster of emotions for me because I was like, okay, I, I like that Emily's making a friend. Ooh, I'm uncomfortable that she's exploiting her friend. Oh, okay, friend seems pretty cool with it. Oh, now the commercial's really gross, Nikki. Oh, hey, the Olympian's a weirdo. He's good with that. So, and it all turned out fine. Yeah, I was I was a little concerned that Green Fury was going to be mad that she called her in, basically, to call her in as a favor. Uh-huh. But her landing outside. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and saying, did you butt dial me, or am I going to have to give somebody a really bad day? Yeah. And then no, just, yeah, it was like, oh, did you butt dial me, or am I lighting someone on fire? And she, like, lit her hand up, and I was like, best friend you could ever have. Right? Yeah. Like, I just really want the mad. ability to generate flames well, in my hand. I just like that Green Fury got a thing, looked in the window, saw Emily surrounded by a bunch of lame-ass white dudes, and went, oh, I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. I also really like how she's like, I trust you and I'll do this if you think it's right. And Emily's like, no, this is terrible. And she goes, yeah, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I was like, Green Fury, I love you. Yeah, she's also, fantastic. I want to know what she thinks she should be called. Because at one point during one of the interviews where she was yelling, she's like, I don't even know why you keep calling me Green Fury. She probably wants to be called Fire. And then she's going to meet Tora, who's ice, and they're going to become best friends. What? You lost me. The end. Read John's more, not here, buddy. Read more JLI. Come on. No. It's pretty great. <laughs> she got invited to Justice League Europe. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's it's not a great thing. I'm like, how many Justice Leagues are there? There's Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, there's Justice League International, there's Justice League Dark. So many Justice Leagues. West Coast Justice League. Guys, great like, Lakes come Justice on, League. Man. Is there is there a Canadian Justice League? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Squirrel Girl. Come on. Yeah, so it's not that good. Uh, I like t- Teddy tried to focus group himself, and all the that like, jacket was every not great. lady was like, "No, no, it's terrible. It's a terrible jacket. You're terrible." Get I did out not. I did not care for that jacket. I would I, also say no. Oh man, I kind of like that jacket. Not zipped all the way up. No, no, you wear that kind of jacket. You don't zip it up. No, you zip it up to like the nipple. No, that's if you're a lady. If you're a man, you don't zip that kind of jacket up. If you're a lady, you zip it up to the nipple. Oh, keep that in mind. Just because no. we have boobies and they don't, it's not a. It's a physical thing, not a gender thing. Want to see dudes' nipples? I know you're. You're playing. not wrong. That's fair. I mean, generally, I would wear a shirt under the jacket, but no. like you do, you. No. I mean, otherwise, you might catch your nipple in the oh, zipper. Oh God, that's a- all that's right. Badness. We're gonna talk about Jackie now. <laughs> oh, Jackie. Because that's a hellscape you've entered. <laughs> I like her daughter, uh, Ruby. I think yeah, that's Ruby. right. Yes. Yeah. I like Ruby and Wendy. Mm-hmm. They should become best friends. Wendy's insane. They're already best friends. I think nah, it makes so much sense that crazy ass Wendy can only make best friends with a twelve year old. Yeah, yeah yes. pretty much. Eight year old, that girl's really young. She's yeah. Ugh. So I do like that she punched that kid. Mm-hmm. Definitely punch all those kids. 
if I you're also, also a like, kid. And it's so tough, I think, for a parent. But I like that she didn't want to tell her mom because she was afraid it would hurt her mom's feelings. And I'm like, you are eight years old. You don't need to worry about that. But how good a kid did you raise that she's worried about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, sure. like, I'm kid. your mother and I'm your I'm an adult. Like, you tell me what's bothering you. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But also, they only have each other. And I like that Ruby, even at eight, is like, I don't want my mom to be sad. Yeah. Yeah, she seems like a good kid. <laughs> Which, you know, makes sense given her mom. Who's amazing. Her mom's Who's amazing. Yeah. What did Van do this episode? Oh, he was just a yes man the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Basically nothing. As per usual. No, because usually he's pretty funny. Alan Tadik delivers lines in almost every episode where I'm like, I love you. But this episode, I barely remember him being there. Well, he, yeah, wasn't in it much and was Which, mostly just no joke. The other if day. we're trading out Alan Tudyk saying funny things and getting lady friendship, I'm down. Though I think last episode where he tried to mix the coffee in the curry. Oh cup. my god. I think that was the funniest was thing the funniest I've ever thing. seen. Where he like stirred it with his little finger <laughs> and then shot it like a shot and then <sighs> went, why do you guys like this? Yeah. That was I fantastic. laughed so hard. It's because that's you, isn't it? What? I know how curry cups work. You have to put it in the mug first. Yeah. Oh my god. You stab your you, straw through it. And then you put it in the microwave. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> cool. And then there's beans. There's beans at some point. Right? There's beans. You, like yes. put beans in there. We've gone completely <laughs> off the coffee rails. I don't know coffee. I think, yeah, that's it was, it. I think that's it for us. It was a good episode of Powerless. I continue to just enjoy this show. I'm just delighted it's every episode. I, I always go, oh, Powerless. I don't know why, but I do. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, no, wait, I do like Yeah, it. you're like, wait, this, I do enjoy this show. Huh. Did we talk? I wasn't here last week, but um, did you guys mention last week that the Powerless episode um, where Van and Emily fight? Is called Emily V Van. We did not Dawn of Justice. We did not talk about it. Oh, I remembered. Oh. I remembered on my way home. I went. Oh no, Emily V Van Dawn of Justice. That's amazing. That was the it. name of last week. Okay, week's I need to look at episode titles. Apparently, yeah, that's fantastic. She laughed about that after we had finished the episode. She saw it and she laughed about it for about five minutes. Nice, Emily V Van Dawn, Dawn of, Justice. of Justice. My God. So anyway, that is our show. We will see you tomorrow morning for Iron Fist. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Same BAM time, same pow channel. BAM POW!